News Talk 1110-993 WBT. It's the Brett Witterville Show. Happy to welcome to the program somebody I always uh, love catching up with. Alex Marlowe is Breitbart News Editor-in-Chief. Alex is the author of two New York Times bestsellers, Breaking the News, which comes out in paperback January 16th, contains groundbreaking details of how corporate America colluded with Democratic politicians to prevent Trump from winning the election in 2020. And his second book, Breaking Biden, uncovers the forces and secret money machine behind Joe Biden, his family and his administration. Alex Marlowe, good to have you back on the show, my friend. Thanks, Brett, for reaching out. I appreciate it. Yeah, Breaking the News is being re-released today. I, it came out a couple of years ago originally, but mm-hmm. the material with regards to election interference, election meddling by the corporate establishment in this country, uh, I don't think is very well understood. So for no, for uh, many other reasons, uh, at a minimum, I think that's a good enough reason to, to go pick it up. I think it's for three dollars or something on Amazon now, it's ridiculously <laughs> low. So uh, I don't know what the what the math is on that because uh, I think I'm getting a, I think I'm getting a good deal on that one based on uh, how sales have gone. But it's a, it's a good book, and thanks for plugging it. No man, I'm I'm happy to do it. And let me just say something about this, uh, or ask you a question about that about that specific issue. And it's this: Do you feel like we've gotten a good enough handle on this so it will not happen again in this upcoming election? No, no, I don't. That's specifically the right question to ask, because of all of the things that I think we fixated on in the 2020 election, and there are some major concerns about election integrity, it feels like we spent an inverse amount of time proportionally with what's a real threat and where we actually chose to, to allocate our resources. Um, you know, Dominion voting machines, uh, Venezuelan-owned servers <laughs> being operated in Germany, controlled by Chinese company. All that was totally bogus, non-issues. And uh, it was, I'm, I'm not saying you can't ask questions, but none of it proved to be worth anything. Uh, but there were some major, major concerns, particularly with tech manipulation, yep. where Google does not allow for information negative uh, about Joe Biden to get to their front page. Twitter censoring a laptop from hell. Mark Zuckerberg's ballot boxes and the way he's diminished the reach of stories that are negative about Joe Biden in this country. All of that stuff has not been dealt with at all, not to mention all of these voting rules that were put in place ostensibly for the coronavirus, which were worthless then. They're still in place now. So, no, I'm not at all concerned, which is why I'm excited for the re-release of the book. Yeah, look, this is this is incredible. And by the way, you have a tremendous group of, of reporters who work uh, with you, uh, who, who also uh, do Breitbart News Daily. Um, a- a- Emma Jo Morris is a, is a real rock star who was instrumental in, in blowing wide open that, uh, that laptop, uh, the, the laptop from hell. I mean, it's just absolutely, there, was so, there were so many huge stories that have come out through Breitbart over the years, and especially in these uh, in, in these troubled times uh, that, that it's a it's a destination that people need to go to Breitbart.com uh, your reaction last night to what we saw in Iowa are, are you are you optimistic what's your sense today with an eye towards heading to New Hampshire 
Yeah, you know, uh, to be honest with you, once I turned over on the MSNBC and I noticed that Joy Reid is now copying Donald Trump's haircut, I, I knew it was going to be a good night. Um, for any of you who have seen, she is now sporting the bowl cut with the dyed blonde, and it just is clearly an homage to Trump. And I, I, I knew that meant that it was going to be it was going to be big for MAGA country. Uh, but it, it, in all seriousness, it, it, it was. A really good moment for Breitbart because we haven't misled our audience in that telling them that there was some sort of a really tight race that was going to happen, that Trump was under some sort of a deep threat, uh, that Trump was under some sort of obligation to participate in the debates. Uh, it's the it, it, none of it was true, and all that came to fruition yesterday, where people showed up in the cold in a beautiful act of democracy, bringing their voter IDs, voting on the same day, and they voted overwhelmingly for Donald Trump. So that's always going to be the case, regardless of what you think of the former president. I, I, I'm I'm a fan of his. But even if you didn't like him, this was always how it was going to shake out. Ever since the deep state, Joe Biden's deep state, mm -hmm. started rummaging through Melania's underwear in order to find state secrets, it was over. The primary was over. And unless they cheat, the general election's over, too. All right. So th th this, this brings us to a very important uh, component here. Um, does lawfare kind of fade away? Uh, the Supreme Court, will they get involved? Uh, Jack Smith continues to, to be held up as, uh, as, as St. Jack Smith uh, as, as a result of, of the effort that he's trying to do to put, to put Donald Trump in jail. How, how, does, how do these cases all kind of stack up? And I mean, look, have you, have you heard of the thing that's gone on with Fannie uh, Willis, by the way? Mm -hmm. I mean, what, what, what about all this, uh, Alex? Yeah, you know, the, the Fannie Willis one is, is pretty interesting because uh, it, it feels like uh, that the allegations of fraud and potential legal ethics violations uh, deserve an investigation, either by the governor or the attorney general of Florida or, the, or their state bar. Um, but it's got to be investigated. And if you're Governor Kemp and you appoint an independent investigator, uh, I, I mean, I, I think it's sort of a no-brainer to do that. He's going to look like an idiot if that doesn't happen. So I'm pretty optimistic that that's going to happen. And uh, so there could be some pushback here. But it, it's interesting to note the perspective of the Global Times, which yeah. is the resident propaganda outlet for the CCP. And we start every morning at Breitbart reading the Global Times. Yep. And if you do, you would have saw their take on what happened yesterday is that Trump is inevitable. Mm -hmm. He's so much stronger than the, the Republican field. He's also much stronger than Joe Biden. They think the biggest threat to Trump, or at least this is what they're printing in their propaganda, so take it with a grain of salt. But they're saying the courts are his biggest threat right now. The only thing that's going to stop Donald Trump is the courts. Now, I don't know if I believe that. Mm -hmm. I'm not a, an attorney. So I don't honestly, I'm not the best person to ask him how much jeopardy is Donald Trump at this time. But that's a pretty stunning thing to think about, that that could be Trump's biggest threat is simply could the, the lawfare weaponized, weaponized legal system be the thing that keeps him out? Uh, visiting with uh, Alex Marlowe uh, from Breitbart News Daily, executive editor of Breitbart News Daily, and uh, a, a tremendous uh, asset to uh, us uh, being able to, to catch up with him. Uh, final question for you. And, and uh, look, I understand this is a parlor game. Uh, it, it could be anything, anybody, what, whatever. Um, do you have any indication, because this, this has sort of been buzzing around, 
uh, a, a little bit. Uh, do you believe that Nikki Haley would be considered as a vice presidential pick uh, for Donald Trump? What is your sense of what that second chair would look like with, with the inevitability issue that you've raised? Yeah, I think 100% she's going to get considered. Uh, the people with money in the Republican Party and in the Republican establishment who can make Donald Trump's life significantly easier are going to say that she is the number one choice to be the vice president. So I'm deeply concerned about this. I'll tell you, Brad, I spent a couple hours with the former president a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. in Mar-a-Lago, and most of the time I'm there... I'm listening to him, but he asked you a lot of questions and you have the opportunity to volunteer some stuff. The only point I wanted to make to him was how terrible it would be for his movement if Nikki Haley is his vice president, because he's got a chance to be broader than a than, than an American politician, but to be this sort of global figurehead that could last for a long time. And I think she's a real impediment to that legacy. She represents all of these issues mm-hmm. that not only his voters, but the American people don't want anything to do with. Uh, the money elite choosing our leaders. The uh, open borders. Maybe men can be women. Um, we need to fight in more wars. We need to get have military confrontations with people like Putin. None of this stuff is popular at all. And I don't know why that he would consider her, other than the fact that the donor class is going to insist that he does. Great stuff uh, to, to, to think about here. Obviously, we've got a lot of real estate between now uh, and then, and, and we're going to see how this all plays out. Um, uh, Alex Marlowe, it's wonderful to catch up with you to get your uh, perspective on this. And again, I want to encourage everybody get out there and, and get that uh, that that copy of uh, Breaking the News, which has come back out. It's uh, groundbreaking details about how corporate America colluded with the Democratic politicians to prevent Trump from winning in 2020. And of course, you must own Breaking Biden, which uncovers the forces and secret money machine behind Joe Biden, his family and his administration. Uh, All the best to you. I look forward to catching up with you across this cycle, uh, Alex, and it's a real pleasure to have you on the program today, my friend. Brad, always good to catch up, and thanks to you for whatever you fill in for us on our morning show. We certainly enjoy it. It's It's a real pleasure.